James Harden was so awful, so bad, he should actually shave his beard so he could hide <laughs> his identity. That's how bad he was. I mean, it was really, really bad. I say that in all seriousness. I'm not joking. I, I worked in Philadelphia for 17 years. It was that bad. I'm telling you right now, it would be difficult for him to walk the streets. You don't do what you saw him do on Sunday afternoon in a game seven. Stephen A., our guest last week, called him for the beard shave. Might be the best idea right now. Yeah, he looked funny without that hair. Oh, have you ever seen him without the beard? Yeah, no. he, looks, he looks totally different. Because he was, I think he's had it since he was pretty young, right? Yeah. So I can't know. think of it. I can't. Yeah, you don't want like the one thing that a man doesn't want, like when you have a beard and you shave it down. Yeah, it's demoralizing. You become beard guy. Yeah, you become. You you become Imagine booty, if he shaved it face. and walked around the streets and no one knew who he was. I mean, he still is really tall for a normal person. Like right. he's six five. Like, which is weird to think about because you know when he's standing on the court compared to all the other guys, he looks shorter, but he right. would still like tower above you. Of course he would. He's yeah, like if he walked in here, he'd be the biggest person here. He's gigantic. He's an NBA player, uh, obviously a high level one. All right, so Stephen A. Um, not kidding there, kidding but not kidding about James Harden shaving the beard. Here's what he did say about the rumors of Harden going to Houston. It sounds like Stephen A. might not be buying it as much as other people. The idea of his going to Houston, which has been Slim bandied about. Slim to none. Yeah, yeah, listen, first of all, they ain't giving him no max deal. They ain't giving him a major long-term deal. If he went there, it would be for two years at best. I can assure you, this performance right here turned a whole bunch of people off about James Harden. Well, that's interesting, Hugh, because, you know, we talk about it like, well, someone will sign him. Well, everyone watched the playoffs, too. They saw the good and the bad with James yeah. Harden. Yeah, and, and, and for you to be in a game of that magnitude and to come up short, I'm just I'm chuckling because it's like I don't see how you think. Like, I don't understand how that works. You feel like you have options after you lay that big old stinky turd. Like, your options are still great after that. There can't be that. I mean, I, I don't know how many teams would be interested in, in a significant long-term deal with Harden. I mean, the Rockets maybe, because there's just a relationship there, and he like maybe they want him back. I don't know. There was, there was a Suns thing out there yesterday. I've, I've long thought that the Rockets thing is more, more a leverage play for him to get more money out of the Sixers. Like, it, mm-hmm. it gives, it gives That's what him... That's it kind of felt like. It gives him, like, well, if you don't pay me, they're going to pay me. And maybe he's right. They will, but, like, I just I hope Daryl Morey's not stupid enough to give him a max deal at this age. Well, well, so where I disagree a little bit, or at least am questioning what Stephen A.'s logic is there, is that I feel like Houston would not be bringing James Harden in with the intentions of having him be the piece to win a title, right? Like, they know his career's he's in the twilight of his career. Butts and seats. Well, butts and seats, right, but not necessarily to win. So Stephen A.'s talking about how they watched him in the playoffs— Houston's not expecting to be in the playoffs or be in that situation when they bring in James Harden. This is sort of just to sort of finish out his career and play the last few years there in a place that he's familiar with, comfortable with. Like Houston's not doing this to try and put themselves over the top, so to speak. So why would that playoff performance from James Harden factor into their decision? It might not. No, it might. Maybe a factor in how much they pay him, but it might not factor in if they want him back. I, I, I have this sinking feeling. That no matter what logic tells us, no matter what logic tells the Sixers, Daryl Morey is just going to do what Daryl Morey always does, which is just bring in Harden. Like, that's his go-to. It's been his go-to since he was with the Rockets, and now here, and we'll do it again. He's just going to run to Harden. That, that's his, his fallback to, I don't know what else to do. I'll just give James Harden a lot of money. He had, a, like, a, a silhouette of Harden and, like, his face and his beard on his daughter's graduation sash. Again, 
At one point, Daryl Morey <laughs> said, James Harden is the best, or it will be, or whatever he said, offensive player <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, yeah, too much. like, Michael Jordan existed. LeBron James exists. Kevin Durant is a better offense. Like, I, I could name a few. Not, I'm not saying Harden's not a top whatever. I mean, he's obviously had a great career, but man, he's obsessive. 215-592-9494. Let's go look at our Twitter poll question here. Sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet. You learn about and schedule your evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. All right, if you had to pick one to come back this offseason, who are you picking? If one of these two has to stay next year, who would you prefer to stay? Harden? Or Doc, we had a pretty morbid uh, comparison last hour by a caller on what we're really asking here. And again, we don't want you to hurt yourself. This is yeah. just a, a mental exercise. Um, Harden is winning this poll, guys. It's funny. Our phone lines have been, I'd say, 90% Doc. I agree. Yeah. 64% on Twitter, Hugh, want Harden over Doc back. It's yeah, opposite. I, I don't understand that. But, I mean, you know, the the the, the people that, that listen to the show and the people that call in the show, they're, they're, they're polar opposites. Sure. So, I mean, I, I respect that. Different respect audiences, that. different yeah. people. Yeah, and surprise, surprise, the people commenting, like, it don't have reading comprehension skills. <laughs> My favorite thing. To where it says, if one, if one of these two has to stay next season. So, that's the reality of the scenario we're giving you, that one of these two has to stay next season. We understand it's probably not the case, and if we could all have our way, they'd probably both yeah. be out of here. This scenario is who would you prefer to stay between the two? So both is not an answer. Neither is not an answer. So get lost with your option C comments. Kyle, all right? Kyle sounds like an irritated parent right well, now. Well, the, when the Twitter polls go awry, he gets upset. Why? I, Why? That was not me. I'm, I'm, I'm in a good mood today. Um, but I actually think this is realistic. As much as you may not like it, I, if you ask me right now, like if I had to wager on this, are they both back, are neither back, or is one back? I would say one is back. Yeah, actually, I could. I, yeah, I mean, I actually think this is probably real. Like, if I had to guess how the next two months are going to go, they're going to fire Doc after about a week of talking about it. They're going to bring Harden back. There's going to be a couple days of real Joel Embiid trade rumors. They're going to die, and they're going to try again. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I would guess. And just based off of what Ramona Shelburne said, and we played it in the beginning of the show, is that it's like there's not really a world where both of them are going to come back. It seems like the Sixers are going to pick one of the two. So and, let, me, let me get this straight. <laughs> let me get this straight. So I understand that that Doc's track record does not bode well for him in this situation. Sure, doesn't. But you're going to try to sell to this fan base that we're going to run it back with two people that we saw with our own two eyes quit in a Game 7 elimination. That's what we're going to run it back with. And, oh. and we're going to be hoping for a different result. Like, like to the people that want James Harden here. Answer me this. How can you justify that when we saw him quit? Like, that's that simple as that. I don't need to hear about nothing. How can you justify him being here and he quit? Because he quit. He I have not talked to anybody on these streets who did not think that he quit. Well, he did. He and the other star quit. I mean, they did. Here's what I would say to that. And, and I, I'm going to try to give you the best answer I can. Maybe, maybe <laughs> a different coach could get these two guys to play a different way. Maybe, Maybe. A, a different coach to get a what to get him to stop doing what? Going to the to strip club <laughs> no, no. over overseas or whatever doing like f- charting flights I, to Houston. I, I got I, I'm with you. I I know. I, I mean J, J, there's a reason why I haven't gotten really mad at James Harden's bad performances in the playoffs. Because you know? you're used to because it. Because I I I I expected you're, it. You're numb to it. Right, I, you're exactly right. Like Your expectations someone asked are me, low. Someone asked me the other day, "Why don't you rip Harden as much as you rip Embiid?" Cuz your your expectations yeah, like, are as high. I I 
because this is what I expected out of James Harden. I, I expected more. I was hoping for more. I had hope for Joel Embiid. It's like nobody thinks that James Harden at this point is salvageable. Like you're not going to get through to James Harden and be like, stop, you know, uh, like flailing your arms around as you're driving toward the basket, losing the ball and punching somebody in the face accidentally. You know, like you're at this point in James Harden's career, you're not going to be able to get through to him. I think at least with Embiid, it's like okay. He's still young, you know, he's only been through Brett Brown and Doc. Maybe there is still somebody out there that can, you know, or as the camera suggested, Phil Jackson might be able to limp his way no, up and didn't. down the court too. Yes, he did. Yeah, there was a, there no, was a Phil Jackson moment on the morning well, you, show. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give the camera pass. He probably hasn't been watching a whole lot of TV. Are you a fan of mom porn? Uh, no. <laughs> Wait a minute, mom porn? What? I, I, I ask. Actually, I, I missed that one porn. live. I'm glad I did. All right, so, what? you know, if we're going to throw out Phil Jackson, who else can we throw out? Larry Brown? We get Larry, Larry to go. Bring Larry He's Brown. by what eighty? Yeah, let's bring uh, let's bring LB back. Pop over somehow. Anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe pop once out of uh, out of. Um... Bring back Lloyd Pierce. Why not? Maybe Lloyd, <laughs> Coach Pierce, could get him right. He's still in the area, I do believe, isn't he? I would have to imagine. Yeah, he's still in the area. That's your boy. I would think so. Atlanta guy. Yeah. yeah. Doug Collins. What, what, round today. three of Doug Collins as <laughs> a Sixer. Can we just do that again? Yeah. Listen, I I don't. My, my big point is on, on why I'd rather have Harden than Doc. And I understand that it's it's not an easy – you're not happy either way. I'm not, no, no one's going to be happy. The devil with, you do it, the devil yeah, you Yeah, exactly. I just think it's easier to find a, a decent coach than it is to find a 20-10 and 10 point guard for the regular season without cap space. Like, if they let Harden go, they might as well just blow the whole thing up. I really do think Harden's the pivot point to the offseason. If he stays, obviously they're going to try to win next year because why are you paying an old point guard – to try to lose games or, or rebuild. So if he's going to stay, I mean, if he's going to go, then blow the whole thing up. But if, but if they want to win next year, if the goal is to try, even though my my serious doubts they could ever win with this group, then I'll keep him and I'll find a new coach and hope that guy pushes better buttons. Jeff's in Wilmington. What's up, Jeff? Yo, guys, what's going on? Hey, what's Jeff. On? Hugh, one thing you forgot about a burger that's bad is you got to have good bread, too. Oh, yeah, the bread helps. Yeah, the bun. And the condiments, you can make anything, any meat. But you know what? You like the you know seeded what, Jeff, bun? You want the seeded I was, bun or I was thinking about, because, you know, I don't really eat bread that much, so yeah. I was thinking about without the bun. But I, I hear you. You're right. You're definitely right. If you go with a bun, though, Hugh, do you want the seeded bun or the seedless? I wanna, if, if, if I'm going to eat a bad burger, at least put it on a brioche bun. Oh, yeah. Put it on brioche. Ooh, yeah. I don't like the seeded buns, though. I don't like a sesame seed bun. It gets caught in your teeth. What do you think about the pretzel roll buns? They've become popular the last couple of years. You like those? I have I haven't tried that. Uh, you got to try yet. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a but fan of the pretzel I, rolls. I tell you what, end it all and put a fried egg on a burger, and you, you, you'll never eat a plain burger. Again. Yeah, you're right about that. Good. That yeah. is good stuff. Jeff, what are you thinking here? Harden, Doc? Uh, Harden's got to go. Um, he said something in the uh, post-game interview or the day after about, you know, we've only been playing together for a year. Well, it actually was a year and three months. And, dude – the three of us or the four of us and pick somebody else, we could go out on a court and gel together quick enough to, to not embarrass ourselves in a pickup game. So I don't want to hear about, oh, I need to, I don't know how to, you know, we're, we're learning how to play with each other. I, that's, that's a weak argument. I agree. Really you know, weak. Jeff, I thought that that argument held water for the Sixers a few years ago. And, Jeff, we always preach the phone call. Like, remember that year, was it 2019? Hugh, there was like three iterations of the Sixers one year, right? They started mm-hmm. with one team uh, with Markel Fultz playing. Then they moved on to a team. With, they traded for Jimmy Butler. And then they also traded for Tobias Harris. But like these were like three different times of the season. So by the time they got to the playoffs that particular year, it was like the group they went into the playoffs with had only played like 25 games together, right? Because they kept changing the team over with trades mm-hmm. or whatever. That wasn't the case this year. Th- this year's team 
was pretty much the same the whole year, right? They they made a tweak at the trade deadline, but that McDaniel's kid didn't play much. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think that excuse works. They didn't have enough time to gel. They had the whole season. Yeah, it felt like it, man. It, it, it's just whatever it is, you guys are not working well together. And I think it's the two stars. I think they can't cause this to one another. They can't figure out who's going to be the guy on any given night. They can't figure it out. I wonder how many more running mates Joel and B gets before everyone realizes he's the reason that the duos don't work. Like, obviously, Ben Simmons was his own issue all by himself. But, like, that that had friction on the court. In the playoffs, it seems sometimes Embiid and Harden, like, if we let's say we do another one. Like, they swap out Harden for another one. It doesn't work. Like, are we going to realize it's not that guy? Well, you could have even fleshed out even further as, like, the supporting cast, the number two guy, or the role players, or the coach. I mean, he went through Brett Brown and now Doc Rivers. Right. Uh, they tried to tinker with all the role players around him. Obviously, you, know, you can say what you want about Daryl Morey's ability or, or success in doing that. Um, and then you change the running mate, Jimmy Butler to James Harden or to Ben Simmons, you know. And the common denominator in it all is, guess who? Joel Embiid. Yeah, it is. 215-592-9494. Doc or Harden, if you had to keep one... The other one goes, who are you going with? Collins at Phoenixville. Hey, Colin. Hey, what up? Good morning, Colin. How you doing? Oh, how we're you, good. How you doing? We're just trying to figure out this Sixers thing. Good, good. Yeah, I've been uh, losing sleep over the past, what, 48 hours now? Yep. Um, but I, and I know the question, Doc or, uh, or Harden. I just got to bring up one thing before I answer. This Jimmy Butler guy is going to haunt this 76ers organization for years. I mean, this guy's bringing scrubs from the heat to three Eastern Conference finals in the span of years. Joel Embiid hasn't even sniffed the conference finals. It is unbelievable, Colin. I mean, it, it, it didn't just go badly, the decision they made. You know, the decision, obviously. All right, Colin, we appreciate it, man. Quickly, we got some breaking news here we got to talk about. 94 WIP breaking news. Uh oh. Yeah, so uh, this one, I got to admit, Jack just ran in here and yelled it at me real quick. I would imagine it just broke. So I'm guessing it's from Woj or Shams, Uh-oh. but Doc Rivers, he's out. <laughs> you knew it was coming. Yep. Yeah, Woj has it. The 76ers dismissed Coach Doc Rivers on Tuesday. Sources told ESPN Rivers led the Sixers to the Eastern Conference semis in each of his three seasons on the job. So, you know, can we just go back? I want everyone to hear this. Let's, let's play Ramona Shelburne. Because uh, let's just be real here, guys, and we'll get to everyone's reaction. 215-592-9494. I, I want to make sure everyone hears this. Let's just say it out loud so we all are on the same page. James Harden got Doc Rivers fired, right? Like, we were all on the same page here? <laughs> Basically. I mean, let's hear the report yesterday. This is Ramona Shelburne yesterday, and then we'll all react and our thoughts on if this was the right move or not. Well, it- they have to start with the decision. Do you want to move forward with James Harden and Joel Embiid as your pairing? James Harden can become a free agent, which means that you have to decide if you want to give him a four-year contract. You want to lock this in for the next four years. And that decision, from what I understand, talking to people around the Celtics, also now becomes tied to the decision about Doc Rivers because James Harden was not all that supportive of Doc Rivers in his press conference yesterday. I think behind the scenes, from what I told that one person said to me, it'd be hard for me to see James wanting to come back and play for Doc again. This is, this is going to be a situation where those two decisions are linked. Well, folks, one's the, if this is a domino game here, Hugh. The first domino has fallen. Doc out. What's your reaction? I think it was a bad move, but I understand it. I mean, you know, you're talking about an owner that has man crush on, on James Harden. I mean, I think that, that that's what we're, we're looking at here is, you know, James Harden's going to be here. 
But it's not guaranteed. Listen, we've seen James Harden in the past before. It's not guaranteed that James is going to stay. No, you're right. It's not he, guaranteed. He's done this before where he gets a coach axe, and then he asked out anyway. 215-592-9494 to hop in and react. The Sixers have fired Doc Rivers. I'll just say it this way, and let, let's put aside the conversation we were having early this morning because it's obviously a different conversation now. Guys, I think this is an unjust firing. I don't think Doc Rivers deserved to lose his job for the way Joel Embiid and, and James Harden played. I didn't think Doc was the reason they lost this series. I thought this season, this particular season, he actually did a good job. They lost Embiid for a period of time. They lost Maxi for a period of time. They lost Harden for a period of time. They still finished with the most wins they had since 2001. You know, I actually think this year he did a good job. Like, game one on the road in Boston, they beat the Celtics without Joel Embiid. That was phenomenal. Yeah, I I think it's actually a shame it it played out this way. I don't think Doc Rivers deserved to lose his job. I I don't think he was the problem. And I think, you've used the word, he's the scapegoat for these two. he's a sacrificial lamb. But you knew that was coming. You knew that was coming with the performance that they had and some of the things that, that came out of James Harden's mouth at the opportune time where he had a chance to basically go to bat for Doc, like Doc went to bat for him. He's like, no, somebody has to go. And you knew this was going to be the case. You knew somebody had to go. I'll tell you what, it, it is remarkable to watch, just to watch this play out. Like James Harden and Joel Embiid, respectively now, and I'm not, I'm not saying that Joel's words had anything to do with Doc's firing. It seems like Harden's words did. They, they have gotten so many teammates and coaches run out for their failures. I mean, that, that's what their careers have been. For their playoff failures, they get guys. They get guys rolled out of town. So Doc is out. Kyle, what are you thinking as uh, the Sixers pull the plug on the Doc Rivers uh, three-year experiment? Well, uh, so in a second, I have Wojnarowski's list of Sixers coaching Ooh, search who yeah. are the candidates for is that. Is Lloyd Pierce's name on that, that list? I uh, will. That, well, I'll tease. I'll tease that one, Hugh. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. <laughs> uh, Doc, well, I, I'm with you. Is that he's a scapegoat? I, I almost feel bad for him in a way. Is that the Sixers got suckered into buying? What James Harden was selling them is that him and you know him and Hard or him and Doc don't have the greatest relationship, but they're sold this idea that James Harden is is the right you know you're picking between him and Doc that James Harden is the correct one to go with. I just disagree with that sentiment. I mean, we've been talking about it all all morning and all show. Doc Rivers didn't really. Doc was not the reason they lost that series. No, it was Joel Embiid and it was James Harden, and I, I, I just don't know what more Doc could have done in that series besides walk out there and and insert. Uh, a, a metaphorical heart into the chest of James Harden and Joel Embiid. He can't do that. Like at a certain point, Joel Embiid and James Harden needed to get more than 24 points combined in that game seven. I just don't like. It, maybe you can say that Doc didn't motivate them enough, but who who is going to be able to do that at this point? Like who is going to motivate a near 30 year old wow. Joel Embiid? Who's going to motivate a 33 year old James Harden? I, I just don't know who that is, and I, I almost feel bad for Doc in a way. And it's amazing that I'm at this point. From where I was last season, I just couldn't stand Doc. But at this point, he's the lowest on my hierarchy of reasons that this all went awry this season. Yeah, especially when you talk about two guys that quit. Yes. They actually might have done Doc a favor. They got to pay him for the next two years. He'd go play golf. (laughs) He said it, though, in the press conference. I got two years left from a contract. Like, honestly, if I'm Doc Rivers, I've already won a title, right? Like, he doesn't have to he, – he, we, we could say we won about Hall's playoff failures. He got his ring. Like, he's, he, his career, yeah. he, he did what he wanted to do. <laughs> he got one. He made a lot of money. Like, if I'm Doc Rivers, would I rather coach these two guys again next year and watch them flop around on the floor in the playoffs, or would I rather go play golf in the spring I mean, I, it's, and collect the Sixers' money? It's, like, he'll it's probably, easy. He'll probably get another job, though. I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll get another bite of it. You know, I don't think Doc has had a year without coaching – 
since he started coaching yep. in, I believe, 99. Mm-hmm. He'll get another bite at that. If he wants it. Or maybe maybe he's ready to just take a break. It's just such a meh, like, not moving the needle move for me at this point. And I'm lo- I'll give you some of these names in just a second. I will say, looking at that list, if there is a, a year or an offseason to fire your coach and go out and looking for one, this might be the best one to do it. There's a lot of good names out there right now. There are. The he, he, here's what I'm hoping. My, my guess is this means Harden's back on a significant contract, and it means they're going to try to run it back and win mm-hmm. next year, and they think the coaching upgrade will help. Here's what I hope. I hope that they were honest with Doc, and they told him, we're going to blow it up. And yeah. Doc said, all right, just let me go then. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be part of this. But, all right, give us the list that we can react on the other side. So who are the names the Sixers – could pursue here. So Adrian Wojnarowski tweets: The Sixers' search for a new coach is expected to include Mike Budenholzer, mm-hmm. Coach Bud, Sam Cassell, okay, Mike D'Antoni, no, 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 Nick Nurse, okay, Frank Vogel, and oh. Monty Williams. Frank Vogel, local guy, Cassell, an assistant. Budenholzer, obviously, you know, just got canned. So did Monty. Championship coach. So did Nurse. Three. I can, I, I, I can see Monty potentially being here. Guys, there's there's an elephant in the room now. Are we serious with the Mike Dave, D'Antoni? D'Antoni. Like we just, I mean, just call them the the, the Philadelphia Rockets. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, they're just between House and Melton and Tucker and Harden and Maury, and now they're gonna go with D'Antoni. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. That is how you hop in. All right, lots to react to here. The Sixers have fired Doc Rivers. Agree or disagree? Was it the right move? Did the Sixers make the right choice to fire Doc Rivers? I think it was an unjust firing. I'm not campaigning for like I I, I mean. Again, this morning I was saying I'd rather keep hard in the dock. So, like, I have to be consistent. But just just on the reality of what they just did, I don't think he deserved to get fired. I, I really don't. I, I think this is because James Harden wants him fired, and Daryl Morey does whatever James Harden wants all the time. 215-592-9494. Hop in and react with us. Howard will join the show coming up at 12. The Sixers have fired Doc Rivers. Good move, bad move. We'll discuss it next right here on the Midday Show. Sports Radio. 